0: Alright, I, I know you guys are wondering, what happened to my face? What happened to your beautiful face? An American treasure. You're, you have a band-aid on the bridge of your nose. Why? I do. I have another thing right above my eye. There's something above my eye as well. Did you so. take a shovel to the face? <laughs> did you see my Snapchat yesterday, Dylan? Was it of a shovel to the face? Wait, I did.
1: Okay, yeah, you sent me a
2: f- video of your hands covered in blood. <laughs> what, I just assumed it was food coloring.
1: No. Nope. Why do you send us things that make us have to go to court? <laughs> Why do you do that?
0: It was real blood? That was real blood. What, what
1: the hell? And you thought, let me... St- Tape my phone to my face to take a Snapchat. Okay, event. I was
0: holding my phone in my mouth, thank you very much.
1: <laughs> okay, I
0: didn't think about that. Both your hands are in the video. Because I was going to wait for somebody else to come home to film it, but I got too impatient. I was like, I need this video now. <laughs> I got this blood all over my hands because why? All right, so let's say that I am uh, lying on a bed, right? Okay. Okay. I'm in in betwixt two sleeping cats. Uh-oh. One on either side. Yeah, you, you think you know where this is going. Do they know
1: about each other? Do they know about <laughs> uh, each other? Yeah. Or have you been lying? They
0: are actually lovers, and they get along great. So
1: it's kind of a like menage a quat. <laughs> mm.
0: Yes, with me as the Ryland cream in the middle. Yeah. So they're sleeping, and I need to get off this bed. But I'm like, oh, I don't want to wake up these cute little kitties. So as a normal person would do, you know how you stand up to get off a of bed. Sometimes you like walked off down at the bottom. So I stand up and remember there's a ceiling fan. Oh, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. What?
2: <laughs> when do you remember there's a ceiling fan? Re- When's the memory? Happen? I remember
0: there's a f- ceiling fan. The moment it strikes my face. <laughs> And you were bleeding profusely I didn't even realize it at first like I just Fell back and I was like
1: "Fuck!" Ow that hurts
0: so bad And then I feel I Happen to catch a drop Of my own blood on my hand and I'm Like what is it oh shit I have a bloody nose I guess and then but then It just keeps coming and coming And my girlfriend I was on her bed Which was why I wasn't familiar with that Ceiling fan And, and Listen we'll date but I need <laughs> floor plan. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, she had just gotten new sheets. Oh, no. So I'm like, oh fuck, I need to catch every drop of this blood. <laughs> so I'm much more worried about catching all this blood pouring off of my face than anything else. And I caught it all except for one little drop, but uh, I did a good job. What are, I feel like there's a lot
2: of little home remedies to get blood out. You're like white wine and laundry detergent and then put it in the
0: microwave. <laughs> <laughs> but the crazy thing is, which I got scared of about afterwards it's like there's a cut over my eye there's a cut on the bridge of my nose if the blade had just gone a little bit into my eye i could have been blinded for Blind. life because i stood up into a ceiling fan to avoid <laughs> waking cats
1: <laughs> uh. <I'm> so <laughs> so this is going to be
0: pretty challenging
1: Let's get you ready for your wedding. Up and up. My job to give 100%. It's important for us to pause for a moment. Okay. Girl, little girls, you hear me? My little girl. So many little fighter,
0: brother. You're not my life Lifestyle.
1: This is LifePile Podcast, the only podcast that goes up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A, select, start. I'm lifestylist and lifestyle expert Camden Johnson.
2: I'm a Yoshi main. Dylan Bragasa.
0: Got that five-star wanted level. It's Ryland.
1: I wish that in the Mario games, Yoshi would get the five-star wanted level that he deserves. <laughs> Running around the streets encasing people in eggs. It's not right. You know what, Cam? you can actually
2: unlock that you just have to hit up, up, down, down left, right, left, right BA start
1: oh <laughs> Life Pile Podcast is the podcast for people who don't let facts get in between them and the lifestyle section of Nintendo Power Magazine. Every week, we give you lifestyle tips. If you need some free lifestyling, which usually costs thousands of dollars, you can send a call to 720-663-8163. That's our voicemail where you can leave the lifestyle you're living and we'll tell you whether to live it or leave it. If you don't know how to work a phone, you can also send an email to lifepileshow at gmail.com. So that's 720-663-8163 or lifepileshow at gmail.com. And it's
2: all anonymous, so feel free to speak your mind loud and proud.
1: And after we give you that sweet lifestyle we'll be reviewing some of the biggest lifestyles there are to live today in the gaming world, as this is our special edition Lifepile game gamers game lamers lame flamers flame what's the word for the when you come into a server on somebody else's minecraft thing and you you uh, you mess up their minecraft building just to be a jerk there's a word griefers grief, grief, yeah. grief. Yeah. Oh. haters hate <laughs> on this week's lifestyle special edition gaming yeah, yeah.
2: And this episode does come in a special translucent purple shell so that you can see all the wires and
0: circuit boards on yeah. this episode. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And there's only 50,000 of them, so get it
1: fast. But before we get into any of that We do have a few corrections. Dylan?
2: Yeah, I've got two corrections for you guys. First one, we did have some callers last week. I just wanted to say that we did designate one of those callers some she-her pronouns, and we don't necessarily know the people's pronouns who write into this show, so we're going to try to work on that in the future. And to piggyback off of that, I had another case of misidentifying people on the last show. I kept calling randy newman paul newman or vice versa i got my newmans mixed up and i think you got randy newman is the bad salad man no no paul newman <laughs> there you go paul
1: newman is salad <laughs> dylan don't apologize for this i thought this was your hilarious brilliant joke well, here's the, <laughs> you can't for that. i need, to, I need <laughs> to
2: come clean with the people paul Paul is salad yeah. and hot and good. Yes. Randy is bad guitar short people discriminator. I wouldn't say bad
1: but yes. Short people are legal to hunt. <laughs> yep, so that's that's Randy's game. <laughs> See, I didn't know you guys were going to use the corrections section for this because if I made corrections on every time I said something, people like Oh, that was kind of clever. Cam seems kind of like a funny guy. It would literally be like, oh, excuse me, I just want to apologize. Yesterday, when I said something that seemed charming and clever, I was actually just an idiot and mixed up my words <laughs> no, no, no. and had no idea I was making a clever turn of phrase. Please correct your opinions of me accordingly.
2: Yeah, yeah. I need it to be clear. I, I, I am a dumbass, and
0: I don't
1: want anybody <laughs> to be
2: misled into thinking otherwise.
0: I also think it's important to note that Paul Newman does more than just salads, okay, He is a food extraordinaire. He makes some good peanut butter Oreo cookies. -uh. Nuh-uh. Does
1: he really? I'm actually
0: intrigued. Numinos. Numinos? Is that really... Yes,
1: Numenos. I eat them.
0: I like them.
2: Numenos is such a fun word.
1: Is this a podcast for anything besides advertising (laughs) things we don't get paid for? Numenos,
2: Numenos, 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 Numenos. But The cool thing about
0: this product is that he donates a bunch of the profits, if not all of them. So, yeah. Wait, so he's the
2: good hot salad man with the Numinos, and he, he's no longer with us. And then Randy
0: Newman, do we still have him? I think so. And okay, look, he was trying to make a point with that short people song. Maybe he did it the wrong way. Okay. But as a short person myself, I feel like I can forgive him. Short
1: people are okay to kill.
0: I mean, he's, he's the Toy Story guy too. So how can you really hate him that much? Is
2: he the reason why we all cried in the third one? Can we blame that on him as well? Yeah, he
0: set up that incinerator. (laughs) Who is shorter than Buzz (laughs) and Woody? No one.
1: (laughs) Take him out. Take him out. So, Life File Podcast is hosted by three lifestylists and lifestyle experts who are paid hundreds of thousands of dollars every year to lifestyle for the world's biggest and most successful people. And uh, we like to spread the success around, which is why we went to a universe and abducted a student there and have entered them in our unpaid internship program. And for about 20 minutes a day, we allow our unpaid intern, Gabriel, to see the day. So we're going to use that time to have Gabriel come out and read us some of the lifestyling requests we've received over the phone, email, and Instagram. Gabriel, you want to come out here? Hello, it is me, Gabriel. Please don't hurt me. We won't, Gabriel. Gabriel, no one's going to hurt you, but try not to act so high and mighty with your (laughs) fake accent. (laughs) What's the first uh, lifestyle and request we got? Jump off the cliff when you start any game as a power move. Okay, thank you, Gabriel. That's coming from one of our Instagram followers. Is that right? An
0: anonymous Instagram follower. follower. Who knows who that follower is? <laughs> it's anonymous.
1: We used to say their names and then we found out our fans are shy. Until we outed a CIA agent up deep undercover. And <laughs> now he's out of a job. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Jump
2: off the cliff when you start a game as a power move. I like that kind of show the game you know i don't have any ties to
1: this digital corporeal form and you don't own me i think this is a very good tip and this is why anytime i start up a video game first thing i do i run directly into a wall for 30 minutes (laughs) (laughs) just
2: to show the game who's boss
1: and the game's like the fuck's going on it's like a cat sleeping on the (laughs) controller Is he taking out the garbage and ended up in a conversation with his neighbor? Video game don't know. I'm just sitting there watching it, looking at it sweat. (laughs) That's right, N64. (laughs) Sit there and sweat while I run into this corner nonstop.
2: I'm going crazy on this wall, and then I'm going to turn my bloody face back around to stare right into your video game console (laughs) eyes and say... I'm not locked
0: in here with you. You're locked in here with me. <laughs> oh my god,
1: I'm locked in here with that guy that walks into walls for 30 minutes? No! <laughs> so the lifestyle of making power moves first thing in a video game, I say live it.
0: I say live it. I'm living it already, baby.
2: <laughs> Aw, hell yeah. Honest Gabe, what you got for us, baby B?
0: This just in from Xbox Live 2005. I banged your mom. Gabe, watch your mouth. Gabe, I know that we don't always treat you very kindly here, but uh, you don't have to talk about what you do with my mom. All right. I don't need to know that stuff. Did that one
2: come just from Gabe? Was that even from a listener or did Gabe just say that? No, guys, I'm so sorry. It was an Instagram.
1: Oh, Oh, cool. Thank you. I'll put the safety back on. (laughs) (laughs) You got me for a second, Gabe.
2: I mean, this is why I've stuck to Nintendo products my Ah. entire life, because the second you throw me out in the open and I'm shooting aliens or playing with Sonic and his bandicoots, I am opened up to a world of hateful gamers and... I don't need to hear those things about my mom.
1: There really is nothing more terrifying than buying a new video game. You've heard all about it. It seems very exciting. It seems to have a great mechanic and story, and you download it, and you boot Mm -hmm. it up, and then you see the first big balls, sixty-nine, sixty-nine, and you're like, oh, wait, (laughs) this is a multiplayer game? Wait, Uh I have to have an internet connection to play this game, and... Oh, no other people are here. I'm playing video games because I don't like being around other people. Why are they now suddenly in my room? And they're fucking my mom? I hate this.
2: <laughs> and then the obsidian black portal opens up on your TV and the screeching voices of the damned pour out. But I feel like you guys have braved that frontier more than I have. Ryland in particular, I feel like is the most familiar with 2005 Xbox Live culture.
0: I I actually avoided it pretty well too. I don't play a lot of multiplayer games, and the ones that I do, I turn off voice chat immediately because it is always children. And yeah. oftentimes they're like not even talking to you. They're like, "Mom, I know. I just I I, I wanted the ice cream that you got <laughs> yesterday. Can you get the same flavor again?" And it's like, "Why are you on here?"
2: They, and they just learned all their new swears and they want to like use them somewhere.
0: <laughs> exactly. It was the early days of vlogging basically. Just just having your life Online via <laughs> Xbox chat. It sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, it's not good. I would definitely leave online internet interactions via gaming. Yeah, uh, you. I banged your mom culture from 2005
2: is leave it.
1: And especially, I'm going to have to give online gaming, multiplayer gaming, a big old leave it. Because mm. it is more... Then physically exhausting it is emotionally exhausting to yeah. have sex with all these people's mothers because <laughs> God. these are a lot of great women and i played halo i was on xbox live and my number one takeaway is that it's exhausting because these are some very special ladies and you have to treat them right and you have to romance them and it's a long-term or emotional engagement, and I just want to shoot some aliens in the head and have some confetti blow out and a bunch of recordings of kids going, yay, happen. I don't want to have to make love to these sweet, sweet women. <laughs> and one of the hardest parts is you, you
0: grow an emotional connection with their kids, too, you know? It's, yeah. it's like you're a father figure in their lives, yeah. and it's hard to let go. I did bang your mom and you know what we're together now
1: I'm sniping your ass out of the banshee but I'm also very involved with your mother and I'd like to be I'm not a replacement for your father but I want to be a support figure
2: for you Cam jumps on Xbox Live and puts on his headset and he goes you know big ball sixty nine, sixty nine. I just took a look at your report card with your mom and you're going to have to get off of the Xbox for a a few days uh, and boom no scope no scope
0: (laughs) How, how about we uh, How about we turn off the Xbox and we go throw the ball around a bit? Huh? How oh. does that sound?
1: <laughs> Did you guys just make this cute? <laughs> well, but here's the problem is that after really one year, it's like, wow, my subscription is about to renew, and I don't want to pay another $100 on this. So I'm about to say goodbye to these 3,600 adopted sons I have, <laughs> oh. and I have to go through 3,600 breakups from what have been actually... Very special relationships with me that have made me grow as a person. And I thank you for your time. Isn't love the toughest level of all you guys? Aww. Aww.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we got any more asks we want to do? Mm-hmm. From an email, hey guys, I grew all this. What is the next step? From an email, I grew all of this. What's the next step? And there's a there's a photo attached to this email that Gabe just handed us. He gave us all iPads. Thank you, thank Hold you
1: for the iPad So, I'm seeing a lot of heirloom tomatoes.
0: Yeah, we're looking at a table. What are these uh, yellow long things? I Is think that that's banana? squash.
2: they squash. Oh. oh, those are some hearty looking squashes or some
1: terrifying bananas. Terrifying, terrifying bananas. What's
2: in the top right corner of this table that's littered with beautiful uh, produce? It
1: seems like some kind of... Beet, I wanna say, some kind of root vegetable for sure, maybe a radish. A gorgeous purple color. I gotta say I've seen this before. This is a photo taken by a very skilled gardener who has put in a lot of wasted hours because they don't quite get how to play Moonrise Kingdom. And mm. I'm so sorry, caller. Thank you for participating in the show. Thanks for being a loyal fan. But you gotta you gotta get inside your first mistake was you were outside and now you have all this real edible produce big oopsie okay get inside turn on a computer download steam (laughs) download moonrise kingdom make all this produce now you're on to something
2: All right, Ryland, I want you you to come over to this side of the conference room with me really quick. All right. Now, Cam did just say that this caller needs to download a copy of a recent Wes Anderson film called Moonrise Kingdom. (laughs) Do you think he was talking about Stardew Valley?
1: Stardew... crater stardew valley stardew <laughs> creek stardew fjord all right so this
2: listener has no idea about star fox gardener pro plus nine
1: i was so
0: confused i was like is does cam know a game that i don't know what is this moonrise
1: kingdom i'm so glad Yo, you were there dylan I, I keep trying to play austin <laughs> powers but what is i rough? played six What's hours of austin powers last night before i realized i couldn't make the man do the funny
2: boys hold on to your Velvet suits with ruffle collars and bell bottom sleeves. <laughs> Austin Powers' Oh Behave for Game Boy Color was a video <gasps> game that came out in
0: September of 2000. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I played this game. <laughs> I owned and played this game. I Did remember really? now. Hell yeah, dude. I was oh, a big your... Austin
1: Powers fan. Okay. It's weird how a childhood video game gets stuck duck into your cerebellum. What are your number one memories from this game? All I remember is just Austin and his
0: blue thing walking around. That's really it. (laughs) I'm looking
2: at a breakdown of the different mini games you can play and one of them is just rock, paper, scissors. Yeah!
0: Yes! (laughs) I remember
2: that! They were like, what do we do, you guys? We've got these colorful characters. Let's just have them play rock, paper, scissors.
0: (laughs) Oh, Those are the good old days when they would just crank out shit because they had to for a license. Yeah,
1: because God knows they don't do that anymore. So in review, listener, I would say try
2: a ratatouille or some sort of French peasant dish that you can maybe bake into a casserole. It looks like you got a lot of good ingredients for something like that.
0: Yeah, and I don't know what Cam is talking about. I think you're doing great in Stardew Valley or Harvest Moon, and now you need to move on to the romance options. Find yourself a man or woman or whatever you're into and settle down. Get on. Listener, if you haven't played Royal Tenenbaums
2: yet, I would give that one a look-see.
1: I think we also have a few voicemails waiting for us in the voicemail inbox.
0: Yeah, we do. We have one special voicemail that I'm excited about. To, uh, all right here we go
1: okay so i have a lifestyle tip that i've been thinking about for a while now which is to keep a gorilla suit next to your bed for when people <laughs> break into your house at night so when you're like a small shaped person who doesn't super like guns i think looking as unstable as possible to an intruder is your best bet to keep your home safe like any hairy questionfully shaped costume should work Like, if you could get a Chuck E. Cheese rat uniform, that would be perfect. (laughs) And then you just stand at the top of your staircase and wait for them to notice you.
0: Oh, my God. I feel like this is the best life advice we've given on this show yet. Uh, Yes.
2: (laughs) Whoever sent this voicemail in needs to be an honorary fourth (laughs) lifestylist. Or just start your own podcast and compete with us. No, no, no.
1: Yeah, color. you really have stumbled upon... The wisdom of the ancients and the professionals, which is why you're getting so much respect from the professionals here. I live this lifestyle and I take it to the heart, to the point in which I have started growing a Chuck E. Cheese costume out of my own flesh. Every day, I'm the least hairy I'm going to be for the rest of my life. And I just continuously sprouting hair and I have uh, evidence of previous genealogical expressions in my family, which show that I am quickly being drowned in a thick level of fur. And that's why I sleep naked and I never get burgled. Do
2: you do you have <laughs> werewolfism in your family or whatever that one is? That's usually Mexican people. It's called
1: the lycanthropy, Dylan. Oh. That's the medical term. All right. <gasps> oh my god. god.
0: He's pulling oh, up a better. shirt. He's I can't a, see any oh, he's taking his shirt completely oh, wow. off. This is all very dark hair. He is a Chuck E. Cheese man. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese Johnson. I love this, especially in regards to as we move forward, because one of the most popular games right now and has been for a while has been Five Nights at Freddy's, which is What's that? a game where a lot of children have played it and they have to watch security cameras because (gasps) the animals at Chuck E. Cheese are coming to life and they are coming to attack them. No. Yes. And so as we get older and as this generation becomes the burgling generation, any time that they see a Chuck E. Cheese in a house dark at night, they're going to be freaked the fuck out and leave as quickly as possible. So it's a great idea. It's great.
2: I've been burgled once wait were you present yeah so so i yeah so i heard like shuffling downstairs in the kitchen so i just got up and i sauntered down the hall and like peeked and i i saw someone like going through a drawer so i just like walked into the kitchen And they turned around and they saw me because the floor creaked a little bit. And I just like (gasps) turned towards the wall and ran into the wall 30 times in a row. And they were like, what the (laughs) hell? And they just ran away. I don't want to
1: mess with this guy. He ran into a wall for 30 minutes. (laughs) I was so scared.
0: Dylan, have you ever actually been burgled? I've always thought that I've been burgled, but then it's nothing. You but know?
1: then you just forgot where you put your stuff right <laughs> <laughs> Oh
0: shit. yeah, I keep it under the bed. I forgot. <laughs> I, I've always been
2: spooked um, my whole life uh, and 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 just anticipating the worst. It's we all lived in Boulder, Colorado at a time, and it's so funny that people there will just leave. Their house is unlocked. They will leave yeah. their car doors like swinging open. They'll park their convertibles <laughs> with the top down. And I was always like, double lock everything. I've never been burgled because I'd never. I never give them the chance.
0: Wow. So you're blaming the victim, huh? I hear I hear what you're doing. Mm, I've I never been burgled because yeah. I take care of my stuff, huh? Because yeah, I'm not you, asking fault, for guys. it. I don't dress, it, I don't
1: wear those burgle me clothes like all the other <laughs> burgle victims no, do. No, that's not what I mean. Like seeing Have those had-
0: signs from the cops that are like, make sure to lock your car to prevent car theft. And it's like, No, you stop people from stealing cars. Like <gasps> it's not on me, dude. Yeah, it is. Fuck you! Ew. It's both! It's not my <laughs> fault a bad person came and took my stuff. You're right. That's not your
2: fault. But it is your fault that you weren't prepared. Mm. But... <laughs> <laughs> Lock it up. So, Cam, do
1: we have any more asks from <laughs> listeners? Or uh... I just want to make it official here: this lifestyle of wearing animatronic skin furs so that you can intimidate burglars—I gotta say, live it.
2: Yeah, I think this is an incredible
0: lifestyle. This is big live it. As someone who has been into houses without permission and
1: (laughs) what okay
0: (laughs) let me go ahead and erase the whiteboard that said we've had exactly five days since rylan said something incriminating (laughs) but and i and i was scared away just by a tiny beeping sound (laughs) if i saw why do you
1: do this why do you tell stories like this
0: I thought it was a security system, but I'm pretty sure it's just a smoke alarm that needed oh my a god! Battery. Uh, but if a Chuck E. Cheese had rounded that corner, I would have never come back. That's for sure. <laughs> but you, so, so you
1: did come back. You're like, you know, no. like it was a smoke alarm, but you broke back in.
0: <laughs> hey, it, the door was unlocked. Okay, it was their fault. <laughs> oh eh? my oh. god! <laughs> <laughs> and it comes
2: full circle. Our chickens have come to roost. Now this
1: is the very special part of our podcast When I go, Ryland, you really think We can go to the next segment now without you Fucking telling me the whole story To why you did a and e one time And can we please google The fucking, what's the Expiration date on crimes on P&Es Ooh. Well
0: nobody would press charges Okay, uh, it was during The housing crisis or, or maybe leading up to it So what I'm trying to say is These people just, they couldn't afford Their house anymore and they abandoned and so okay. and it just happened to be the house directly behind my house. So I went into it because I was like, oh shit, there's there was stuff in there. It was creepy. Like like they just left everything. And the house was foreclosed on and it was sad. Uh, it's
2: it's cool that you could take this story that was initially just disturbing, but you are able to mix in about a quart of sad and depressing <laughs> too.
0: So now it's just like got both flavors coming at you. Mm-hmm. That's my Ben and Jerry's special flavor: B and E and sad.
1: <laughs> it's like a it's like a Neapolitan. <laughs> All right, y'all. This has been one of the most hard-hitting lifestyles I've ever done deep research into. As listeners know, for every one of these segments, I completely upend my life and throw myself fully into whatever lifestyle we are discussing. So I threw myself deep into the gaming lifestyle. I'm going to give you guys the root of gaming. And then I want to hear y'all's segments. And then maybe by the end of this episode, I'll understand... Whether gaming, live it or leave it. Hmm. Um, But what I wanted to start out with today was the etymology of the word (laughs) game, cause you got to know if you wanna know the etymology. This is the
0: version of uh, starting your essay with the definition of a word. Fuck (laughs) you!
1: Fuck you! (laughs) Webster's dictionary. (laughs) Dictionary. (laughs) Fuck you! (laughs) Fuck you! Circa 1200 from old English. No, this is important to know. Fuck you. People ought to know about this. It's true. It's important to know. Okay,
0: I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Circa 1200 from old
1: English. Gaming. You, nothing new under the sun. Back in Circa 1200, they were gaming. Okay. Wow. It meant joy, fun, amusement. They put game in there. I was kind of using the word in the definition. Common Germanic cognates from the old Frisian, game, joy or glee. From old Norse, gammon, game, sport, pleasure, amusement. From old Saxon, you have gammon. Old High German, gammon which meant sport or merriment. Damish, we have gamen. From the Swedish, we have gamen, which meant merriment, said to be identical with Gothic gamen, which meant participation, communion. From proto germanic we have the Gallic <laughs> prefix, man, person, giving a sense of wow. people together. Mm. Hang on to your assholes, you guys, because that's only the first (laughs) paragraph. Here's paragraph number two. The N was lost, perhaps, through being mistaken for a suffix, meaning contest for success or superiority played according to rules. First attested in circa 1200 of athletic contests, chess, or backgammon, especially the sport of hunting, fishing, hawking, or fowling. Thus, wild animals caught for sport. So,
0: this has progressed from starting your essay with the definition to just copying the whole Wikipedia entry for your own essay. I love it.
1: Roland, I don't think you're being sincere. Because I sincerely think that these are very important facts that we need to think about. The noun game relates heavily to fishing, hawking, or fowling. And when you talk about meat, when you talk about a gamey meat, you're like, wow, this tastes a lot like squirrel. Why? Because back in proto-culture, game was when you said to a bunch of kids, hey, go kill that squirrel and we'll eat it tonight. That was a game to oh. kids. You understand? When you look into the etymology, you're not saying, hey, the dictionary definition of love means go fuck yourself. You're saying, let's take a look at what proto-culture, Matt, and how we got to get these terms we have now.
0: Okay. I, I, am, I am always saying, hey, this gaming meat tastes like a squirrel after I order one at Ber- Burger King. That's definitely what I'm doing. Burger King sells something called gaming meat? No, no one sells it. It doesn't exist. I don't know what he's talking
1: about. Oh, Ryland, <sighs> you son of a bitch. I fucking <laughs> shut your goddamn mouth if you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, God. Here's what I'm talking about, y'all. Game means <laughs> fucking don't fuck with me. This fucking Webster's <laughs> dictionary bullshit. Amusement done in participation while you bash in the head of a small creature because back in the day you had nothing to do, which means you end up chasing a squirrel around and <laughs> killing it. Oh, and then in 1950. <laughs> <laughs> the earliest known publicly demonstrated electronic game was created in 1950. Birdie the brain was an arcade game of tic-tac-toe built by Joseph Cates for the 1950 Canadian national exhibit. It was pretty much a gigantic refrigerator. They built to advertise the new Aditron tube, which was going to revolutionize computing. And so you went to this exhibit and people lined up, and they would, Joseph Cates was sitting there adjusting the difficulty for different players, and you'd play tic tac toe with this motherfucking thing. And now, all of a sudden, instead of chasing raccoon around and torturing it, people could electronically chase a little light around and murder a little light. Amusement, participation, teamwork, and chasing around a little squirrel.
2: So, the tic tac toe game in this game. There was a light, a squirrel made of light that you're chasing around, and you have to murder a light squirrel with your friends because teamwork.
1: Webster's dictionary defines a metaphor. <laughs> as... All right,
2: I think I get gaming now. I think we've gotten to the heart of it. Ryan, do you think you understand gaming?
0: What I like about this is, I think that people give gaming a bad rap, and I know it definitely deserves it in some regards. Yeah. However. Acting like humans weren't violent before games is pretty wrong. And to actually imagine gaming as sort of an outlet for violence, instead of killing real squirrels, we're killing light squirrels. Isn't that better? Isn't killing a light squirrel better than killing a real squirrel? Huh? Mm-hmm. Riddle be that, Einstein. So now we're, we're on some, like, human
2: nature stuff. We think it's human nature to want to murder?
1: I think it's human nature to enjoy patterns and one of the reasons squirrels make great game is they have a pattern of trying not to be caught but you can replace those patterns with anything so i went into a deep dive um with video games trying to like play them and i haven't done them in a while get back in and see where i missed out so one of the games i downloaded and played a bunch last night is called seven billion humans and the concept of the game is it's a puzzle game in which you control these little office employees and it's created a programming language where you type in a programming programming language and the employees will follow the commands in that programming language and you just have to program it well enough that it completes the task it asks for the puzzle. So it's the same thing as chasing a squirrel around where it's like, OK, I know how the squirrel will behave if I chase it this way or if I chase it that way. And we've just manipulated and controlled the variables to the point where instead of chasing a squirrel, now you are chasing education and programming. Because this will teach you the fundamental parts of programming languages.
0: Yeah, I watched a video for that game and it looks really cool,
1: actually. It's super fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't sound fun, but it actually is. And there is something about chasing something. Like, I uh, have you heard of Euro Truck Simulator?
1: yes no what's
0: that <laughs> literally. it's an incredibly popular game and all you're doing is driving a truck from place to place in Europe in like real time and so it can take you like multiple hours well I shouldn't say real time like the landmass is shrunken a bit so you could actually accomplish goals but it still takes a while to actually complete a mission which is just delivering goods from one place to another and People are obsessed with this. Huh.
2: Interesting. Why would you want to like work your job at Barnes and
1: Noble and then come home and work your digital truck driving job? Right. But at the same time, I ended up playing this game, which I'm thinking maybe we need to do a Twitch stream of Dylan playing this game. Yeah. But I know Ryland's played this. This game called Papers, Please. And it is a simulator where you are simulating living as a border patrol agent no. checking the entry papers of people trying no. to enter your country and you have to approve or deny people entry through the border based on a very complex set of criteria and you have no. a very limited amount of time to get these people through and you're based, your payment is based on production how many people you get through the line so like your son will get sick and you need money to pay for his medicine and maybe this week you don't pay for heat for the house so you can pay for medicine for the boy instead and it is literally a high stress job <laughs> and I was sitting there playing it last night and I'm like I already have one of these I already have a high right. stress job I'm a life <laughs> stylist yeah. it's one of the most stressful jobs you can live why am i paying money to be here
2: we started with squirrels then we moved to 1950s tic-tac-toe refrigerators smash cut to pac-man skip forward to super mario now we're at the present and we're just doing like labor intensive like the newest game for ps4 is post office on (laughs)
0: christmas like no, please. No, I mean, thank you. Minecraft has a bunch of these elements. Like it is there's so much about survival. You have to build your own home. It's there is a lot of downtime and monotony in Minecraft, but it's one of the most popular games ever. I still don't know what Minecraft is. You you do, don't it's you? I know. Legos.
2: I, I've certainly seen like screenshots of YouTube videos I am not going to click on that are <laughs> like eight-year-olds talking over what looks like what Cam just said, like
0: digital Legos. And that's the extent of what I know and I know it's wildly popular. The loop of it is what is so addicting because it has a day night cycle and you can oh. go out and harvest things during the day like uh, vegetables and, and find animals for you to cook and eat and then at nighttime, the monsters come and if you're what? outside at nighttime, you'll be eaten and killed so you have to build a place that you can stay at night and also during the day you have a hunger meter that's going down all the time so you need to go find food and it just builds in this loop of i need to survive okay and maybe yeah maybe that's our caveman self just wanting to get back to those squirrels you know maybe
1: that's all it is okay so this is very interesting to me because i probably had like a five-year sabbatical from video games not including a few like skyrim binges because i'm human but the last video game i played was minecraft but i didn't do anything Any of that, what Rylan just described, I was playing purely in creative mode because Minecraft has all of the model materials you need to build a computer. So the last time I was playing a Minecraft, no monsters, just pure creative mode, no daylight time or anything. And I sat there wiring together relays to build basic computers So the last time I was playing video games, it was a computer building simulator, pretty much for me. But that's what I love is that people are going to amuse themselves one way or another. And if people can amuse themselves while they learn another person's life experience or they learn a new skill, that's amazing. That's amazing.
2: Yeah. Like, how about uh, that wacky little plumber? He sure loves to jump, huh?
1: (laughs) What's up with him?
2: I would love to see just one time if he'd fix a pipe. Did you know he initially started off as a carpenter, not a plumber? We can talk about this later. But um, (laughs) After
1: our game episode, let's talk about this. (laughs) After our game episode, we'll talk
2: about it on the sides.
1: So, normally our segments have a very fulfilling end, but I feel like I am this week's... A lifestyling subject because I have vampire bloodlines the masquerade downloaded on my laptop and I am want to fire it up at the end of this recording if you guys decide I should be living that video game lifestyle and if y'all decide I should leave the video game lifestyle I'm going to delete my whole steam account so no. let's no. let's. I'm I'm our test subject for this week. I want to hear you guys' segments, and I'm gonna figure out if I'm gonna live it or leave it. Awesome! I'm gonna go
2: ahead and dip our toes into the cool waters of gaming. Let go of uh, my feet!
1: <laughs> I will not. It tickles. So
2: on dylan's segment this week everybody's gay i'm actually gonna i'm gonna amend that and say gay might be a little specific i'll widen it say everybody's lgbtq plus because behold the majesty that is birdo You might know Birdo as Yoshi's pink egg shooting counterpart with a little pink bow that's spelled B-I-R-D-O for the folks at home. Go ahead and look that little girl up because I'm delighted to tell you. That Birdo is, in fact, Nintendo's first trans girl character. And I got a fun little timeline for y'all to follow. So she first appeared in 1988 in Super Mario Bros. 2 as a foe. She's shooting eggs at Mario or fireballs, depending on the scenario. And in the manual for that game, Birdo is named Ostro, Ostro, O-S-T-R-O, with a description that reads, Ostro, he thinks he's a girl. He'd rather be called Burdetta Which is some transphobic rhetoric that completely Misgenders Burdetta if she's decided that her pronouns Are she hers but eventually yeah. that gets Corrected later in Super Smash Bros You can acquire a Birdo trophy With more Birdo lore in the description It explains that Birdo is Gender indeterminate maybe signifying A time in Birdo's life where she was more Like gender non-conforming stage Of her life the trophy states That the eggs Birdo can shoot from her Mouth are fake eggs further supporting The evidence of the trans girl we know and love today additionally the japanese voice actors who played birdo in the video games have all been trans people according to a variety of sources yeah and then in paper mario sticker star birdo is quoted saying heart of a woman heart of a man both can know of love's grace like what kind of beautiful trans rights poetry tease i am tearing up you guys (laughs) that is pretty that's nice I I went down a huge Super Mario wiki hole while researching this segment, and I ended up uh, in this crazy wiki for an obscure game only released in Japan and Taiwan named Captain Rainbow. Huh. The game centers on on this guy, Captain Rainbow, who has to help the inhabitants of a magical Mimmin Island get their wishes fulfilled. And one of the islanders is Birdo. So when we meet her in the game, she describes herself as the sexy dynamite monster. That's fucking hot. Yeah. She (laughs) says she came to the island to harness its wish magic so she can, quote, become attractive and popular with boys which like same and (laughs) in the trailer for the video game, little Mac from Mike Tyson's punch out speaks (gasps) about Birdo. He's also in this game for some reason. He (laughs) speaks about Birdo to captain rainbow calling her a young lady. He pauses briefly then says, depending on one's viewpoint, she is a young lady. Once again, kudos to Birdo for putting up with this transphobic bullshit and making herself an iconic Nintendo character, despite trash like little Mac, but the shit gets crazier you guys. You I looked into the storyline for Captain Rainbow. When we meet Burdo in the game, she's been imprisoned by a robot jailer who saw her use the girl's bathroom. Snap. Oh no. There it is. So Berto instructs you, the player, Captain Rainbow, to travel to her house on a secluded part of the island and find an object under her pillow that will somehow prove to the robot jailer that she's a girl, even though that's not how gender works. And if someone tells you what their gender is, that's what's true. So anyways, you travel to her house and you find this object that's never seen by the player because it's obscured by a question mark. But according to what? the Super Mario Wiki... It's heavily implied that the object is a vibrator. And when you show the object to the robot, he frees Birdo and she kisses Captain Rainbow temporarily, knocking him out. So... Later in the game, you can catch a shooting star that falls from the sky and (laughs) offer to take it to an altar at the top of a mountain with Birdo. And when you reach the altar, you can either fulfill your own wish or Birdo's wish. And if you choose Birdo's wish, she adheres herself to the star, flies with it toward the night sky and disappears. And for a brief moment, Birdo's face is seen amongst the stars. God bless Nintendo's trans superstar so those are all facts and canonical things that actually occurred and then I started looking into everybody's backstories y'all know that nobody knows where Waluigi came from he just popped up to (laughs) be a tennis partner for uh, (laughs) Wario You've got Baby Wario, that's canon, Baby Peach, Baby Luigi, Baby Mario. There's no Baby Waluigi anywhere. He just materialized. Because they wanted to
0: play doubles. Right.
1: We need another set for doubles, so we invented a person. Right.
0: Did you you run across the Waluigi dating simulator? Um, no, and I need it (laughs) now? It's a pretty popular thing fan-made game where you can date Waluigi. Okay. (laughs) And he might be the gayest of all the Nintendo characters. Yes! Tell me about it. Uh, all I know, I haven't played it myself. I've just heard about it so much. Uh, Have you ever wanted to date a Waluigi? Yes. I do now. Do you want to date multiple versions of him that resemble the types of kids in high school? Okay, no. um, No. What?
2: What, 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 what?
0: (laughs) Well, now you can. You can break hearts, explore the lives of Waluigis, and go through a train of emotions. So we're... We're having a group of Waluigi's run a train on me while I feel all
2: types of emotions. This is exactly what Cam is talking about with squirrel hunting. We are just returning
0: back to our golden days of running a train.
2: I think an integral part of gaming is getting to the root of characters' sexuality and disrobing them so I just I I googled a few characters to to see canonically by the way not fan art what certain characters in the Mario universe are like without their clothes
1: important (laughs) research no
2: Toad has three little hairs under his mushroom hat. Rylan and I were talking about this earlier. That is not a part of his head. You can take that little mushroom off the toad's head, and he has three little hairs on his bald head. Right? Are we
1: sure he's a mushroom then? Or is he just like a finger?
2: So he's actually the president of the mushroom people and an <laughs> ambassador to Princess Peach on behalf of the mushroom people, but oh. I don't think he himself is a mushroom, which is kind of fucked up that he represents
0: a race he does not belong to, huh? This this is a very <laughs> controversial topic because there that art that you found of Toad taking his hat off with yeah. hair underneath, that is real Nintendo art. Yes. However, there are <sighs> other representatives inside of Nintendo that say, no, that is not what Toad is like that is part of his head. So even inside of Nintendo, they're fighting about it. So people outside of Nintendo are like, what the fuck is
2: this thing? Well, let's move on to something that's a little more canonical. Did you guys know Mario has nipples? And that is a <laughs> Of course no. I knew that. Yes. No. <laughs> so Cam, if you buy a copy of Mario Odyssey, you can dress Mario in different outfits, like I said before. And one of them is shirtless Mario. And he got some nips. He is not hairy enough. Do you guys think if we looked at a pie chart of life pile episodes that focus heavily on nipples and episodes that do not, that there there would be a (laughs) a tiny little sliver
1: pie of episodes that do not? Here's the thing is it's not a life pile problem. It's a human problem. They call us mammals. The uh, the entire name for our species is Humanity is all about the titties,
0: and I can't blame them. For every human on the planet, there are two nipples. We are outnumbered here.
1: (laughs) Uh, We're surrounded.
2: As many grains of sand as there are on the beach. You know what else is canonical? What? naked donkey kong i don't even want to get into how sexy donkey kong is or lanky kong or diddy kong or funky Kong. what is your
1: obsession
0: with lanky kong (laughs) he's the least attractive of them all lanky kong got those huge arms they're very long i want him to throw me down a flight of (laughs) stairs with those
2: orangutan arms
0: okay all right
2: a great part of the super mario uh super nintendo nes uh series is is that oh
0: oh ow oh
2: i'm mario i'm stepping on these spiky balls oh i lost a life la- oh now it's game over but a way to avoid <laughs> that you jump on the back of your fun little yoshi friend he's got those little stompy boots on uh, and those protect you from the spike get yoshi alone no You ask him to take those shoes off, No, you know what What? you're gonna find? You're gonna find green little Yoshi feet. What? With three toes on each foot and white foot pads on the bottom of each toe. That's right. You got three Yoshi toes on each Yoshi foot. Why is this sexual for you? I didn't make it sexual, you guys. I'm just telling you canonically what is the truth about the anatomy of these Mario characters.
0: Oh, my God. If you Google this, please keep safe search on. (laughs) Get this! When I tell you guys I went down a Mario
2: hole, I meant I went down a vortex, I went through a wormhole, came out a black hole, got sucked back in, passed back and forth for hours. Diddy Kong, depending on the source you look up, could be either Donkey Kong's son or his dad. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) What? (laughs) He's the little one. Right. He's the tiny one. (laughs) But like Ryland said fucking nintendo people at the headquarters <laughs> will not stick to a story they keep switching it back and
1: forth and also i mean the start it's just a little sprite it's eight pixels and you go like you just make up a story about it for yourself in your head and then 20 years later it's a big deal and everyone's like oh i always thought of him as a carpenter so far in <laughs> yeah. this episode i was leaning toward live it on the gaming lifestyle but then to yeah. see the hole that dylan fell into and the effect it's had on his life and psyche. also reminds me that gaming leads to a lot of deep holes that you will fall into, and and maybe that's a reason to leave it. No, Cam, Cam, just let me show you the feet, Cam. Let me send you the feet, Cam. Send me the feet. I want to see the feet. Oh, my God.
2: I, a co- crazy coincidence
1: as I said that goof
2: Ryland send the group chat a URL that I can already see in the URL says something about Yoshi feet
1: and it's a picture of two Yoshis licking each other's toes and Dylan I know when you said this out loud that you felt sexually about Yoshi's feet and I respect you and your feelings I just never knew you were a foot guy until now and it's just a slight adjustment for me I, I can tell you, Cam, if there was
2: any inkling of being a foot guy in my past, it has been extinguished full stop by this photo that Ryland has sent. And I also want to say, like Cam said, Yoshi's using his slippy, slobbery Yoshi tongue to lick another Yoshi's feet while they seem to be lounging in some like nice loft apartment. Just outside the sliding glass doors to this bedroom, <laughs> there's a patio set up where these Yoshis have a little carafe of sangria and a glass as if they were
0: just having some yoshi drinks you're going to get some fruit flies this in
1: there for sure
0: can i can i take a moment just to promote uh, bing.com and if you <laughs> no
1: you can't it's a shit. <laughs> no, please, no, bro. really, really, so no. With your, really, yeah.
0: because if you Google search Yoshi feet Yoshi on feet. Google without the Safe Search on, you don't really get much. I mean, there there's a little <laughs> bit here and there. It's not very hot. But if you go to Bing.com and you turn Safe Safe Search off, <laughs> that is the first image is those Yoshi <laughs> licking each other's feet. Okay, oh, and it, it reminded me of my favorite thing is to go to Bing.com and just insert just totally innocent phrases, and
1: you will always get porn. Okay, oh, I boy. love it. Use Bing. We, we use thought Bing, Bing right. was good for nothing, and it turns out. <laughs> It's like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It leads <laughs> you through to the porn, That stormy
2: Christmas. Uh, well, I guess if we had to do a live it or leave it on this segment that I've brought to you guys here today, it'll be twofold. First fold, Birdo, an icon, a star in the making. I can't wait for her to have a solo video game. Do we live or leave Birdo? She's going to get a live it from me.
1: Birdo, keep living that lifestyle. You're... Leading the way. You're making room for people who are going to follow, make great video games. And also, I got to say to everybody, try walking in somebody else's shoes for a mile. You might learn a little bit about yourself. That's a live it? Live it.
0: I want to say to Birdo, hey, I know that you always weren't treated super well in your games, but I do wanna say you're fucking awesome, and I am very excited for your meteoric rise to the top. Birdo all the way, live yeah. it. Hell yeah. And then part two, Yoshi's Feet, do we wanna lick them? Yes or no, live it or leave it? I'm gonna
2: say, say live it. I'm gonna put myself out there and make myself vulnerable. I'm
1: gonna say between lick it and leave it, when it comes to Yoshi's Feet, I was perturbed first when I was ushered into the apartment by Dylan, who said like, I think I'm gonna be real into this, and he opened up the the door and there was a couple very drunk Yoshis licking each other's feet and I was like this is very different scene that I'm used to Dylan but I support you I support trying new things so I'm gonna lick it <laughs> Uh, Yoshi Ryland.
0: wears his shoes all the time, and I don't see any socks. So, you know what that means? <laughs> really smelly, really oh. gross feet. So, I'm going to have to leave it. I'm sorry, guys. Good luck with that, though. And
2: just a big blanket sorry to everyone who's listened <laughs> this far.
0: Okay, uh, guys, I have. <laughs> I've got a topic for you guys, okay? Please. So... A lot of people still think about gaming as, like, something for children. I think that's because a lot of parents didn't have games. Gaming is actually the number one money-making entertainment industry in the world. Whoa. Everybody gives so much respect to movies, and, like, the Oscars are just, like, this huge celebration, and and everybody's given all this honor and stuff. But Hmm. little do they know, they're making nothing compared to mario and link and all the little kirby babies okay so kirby
2: and all his babies that he has.
1: <laughs> why
0: do you think he's so round he keeps them all in there and yeah. so there is a lot of money involved in games and that leads to a lot of crazy stuff like there have been money laundering schemes in games for the russian mafia it's it's kind of common for for free to play games now to be used as money laundering because you can load up so much money onto an account and then sell that account to somebody else and get the money back. Uh, And it's a way to make money without having so much of a paper. I don't really know how it works guys. Okay. But one of the the most interesting stories that I heard about the economy in games happened in 2014 in this game called EVE Online. And I don't know if you guys have heard of this. It's another space game where people can buy ships and a lot of people all over the world play it. It's an MMO, a massively multiplayer online game. And people like U.S. diplomats are known for playing this game. It's very popular in like a certain echelon of wealthy people all across the world. And in 2014, one of the biggest losses of money (laughs) in games happened in a war. There was this website. Have you heard of somethingawful.com or .net or something? I don't fucking know, dude. (laughs) It, It was sort of like Reddit before Reddit. It was more of a message board. I like how upfront they are. Like Reddit could be named somethingawful.com <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there was a big group of people on this website that made a team or a basically a group of people inside of the game EVE Online and they were called the Clusterfuck Coalition of course they were <laughs> of course and and EVE Online is is made up of a lot of these coalitions that fight each other all the time and so the Clusterfuck Coalition was actually fighting against a team from reddit.com <laughs> and so the reddit people and the something awful people were fighting each other and one of the bigger powers in the game the n3 coalition got involved and they were on reddit's side so something awful was like "Uh-uh, oh hell no you didn't back off boys And so they decided, hey, we're gonna get back at these N3, guys. But N3 was one of the most powerful coalitions in the game, so there wasn't a lot that you could really do until one day there's this thing in the game where you can control certain sectors of the game, but you have to pay a bill every month to keep control over this sector of the game. And if you miss payment on that <laughs> then it just opens up and anybody can take it and so part of the n3 set up a system to make sure that you would never miss a payment on this thing one guy would pay it and then two other people would check it to make sure that it was paid but there was a glitch in the game and so in the middle of the night in 2014 a man who was supposed to pay for this bill woke up and And was like, oh shit, oh my god, I didn't pay (sighs) the (laughs) bill. And it was one of the most important areas for the N3 coalition. It was like the capital of this place. Oh my god. And the only way that they could get it back is to go back in and set up... A machine that takes eight real hours to reclaim this section. Even though the N3 had one of the most powerful fleets when this bill went out they had to split up their fleet because there were other areas that needed attention too and what they do in this game because it's so complicated if there's too much happening at once the game will crash. They dilate time. So this thing that was supposed to take eight hours in real life time they made it take 21 real life oh, hours. (laughs) And so it's just people fighting in slow motion online over ships that cost one of the ships cost one thousand five hundred real life dollars. The clusterfuck coalition kicks the shit out of them and claims this area but by the end of it there were 300,000 dollars of digital ships that were destroyed oh no and it is the biggest loss in gaming history and they even set up a plaque in that area to memorialize it so oh my you can gosh. go there in this video game and see this plaque of where 300,000 dollars worth of ships were destroyed Jeez. It's
1: pretty cool. I mean, you call that a loss, but you it's not a loss cuz it's generated revenue for the Eve Online corporation because now those people are buying yes. new ships. It's not lost money. Well, money in pockets. The, the cool
0: thing about EVE is that through trading in the game you can make money without necessarily spending your own money. Like it requires a monthly payment and if you're good enough at the game you can pay off the monthly payment with in-game currency. So oh my god. It can take a month to build up enough of the money to buy one of those ships and they lost 75 ships in this. So 75 months
1: worth of work down the drain Uh, it's pretty rad well hey baby we're not on the gold standard anymore the value of the dollar is determined by how much we value we decide we place on it so I mean this stuff seems wacky at first glance when you think about it our whole value system is just like let's just decide what we value the most and apparently what we value the most is a bunch of ones and zeros that designate a very cool looking star (laughs) cruiser in a digital universe
0: i mean i don't know how cryptocurrency works still but it's it reminds me of the same thing like somehow we're getting fucking real money out of computers beeping i don't understand it at all i again this
2: is like an extension of like real life because (laughs) i can sit here and make fun all day of the people who thought it Pertinent to invest a thousand dollars in their digital starship that they get to fly around the Eve galaxy, but like that person paid a thousand dollars to feel. Good about flying that starship around. Like, if you're gonna spend time in this digital second life that you have, which mm. I think is the name of a another game, is not it? it
1: is? Yes. If you're gonna pay money <laughs> to spend
2: time there,
1: you might as well look good while
2: might you as do well it. Look good and like enjoy yourself, I guess. Like, what's the alternative? Like, spend hours and hours and hours in this digital universe, not feeling the best you can. Gosh, that's a hard thing to wrap my well, mind around. Well,
1: and even then, think about once it influences politics where it says like well i've been the president of the fleet on eve online and the universe has had a pax romana no conflict The video game is boring now because i'm such a good politician yeah and the majority of americans play this video game and they've already seen me be a good president online so why don't you like me to be president in real life
2: yeah Or, like, set up farms full of people with these virtual reality headsets because that's the way that video games is going and everyone can just sit in their rolly chair and we hook you up to an IV. And you can live in my utopia and EVE Online with your VR headset while I pump nutrients into your body. Or you can continue to live out your days in the, quote, real world.
1: Dylan, why are you always trying to pump nutrients into my body?
2: Because, Cam, I like your three little... green toes with the white pads underneath (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: this is Life (laughs) Pile podcast the only podcast that's not sure if it's still wearing a VR helmet we want to thank the aliens for the tech we want to thank Donkey Kong for the barrels we want to thank Scott Davis for the music for our show Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say you guys at the top of this show I wasn't sure video games live it or leave it but you guys presented a lot of evidence pro and con but in the end i think i learned video games gaming live it yay, yay! gamers all the way <laughs> <laughs> now let me tell you one thing we're gonna tell everybody to live it too is reaching out to us lifestylers Roland,
0: how can they do that Well, they can do that in a number of ways, Cam. They could call us at 720-663-8163. I'm so surprised how that has just stuck in my head. I have not looked at that number in a while, and it's just in there. You can call that number and leave us a voicemail about your favorite ways to hide in your own house while there's an intruder there. Or you can send a text to that number. Or you can email us at lifepileshow at gmail.com.
2: or you can connect with us on the internet. We
0: have social media
2: profiles on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, that are all at LifePile Show and... New challenger approaches. Oh my god, what is it? What is it? It's our Tumblr. We just got a Tumblr, you guys. I made it uh at pile Show as well. You can go to lifepileshow.tumbler.com to get all your life pile updates. Go follow and see what happens on there. You can also use those social media accounts to uh message us, comment, at, like, uh all the above, and if you do we might pick folks uh, from those interactions to give customized lifestyling advice to. so go ahead and jump on those
1: now if you'd like to catch me this week i will be clicking down on the stick to crouch but rather than walking through the vent in the tutorial that's there to teach me how to move through small spaces i will just crouch up and down in kind of a weird dance for 45 minutes to tell the machines that you can't tell me what to do.
2: (laughs) Dylan, where can we catch you this week? Yeah, Cam, so I'm just uh, feeling the soft breeze on my face. I guess the sun is setting behind the hills off in the distance. I'm looking out over the valley that uh, is below the condo I purchased, which sits atop a hill in a mildly tropical part of the western hemisphere and I uncork my carafe and I pour my sangria into two glasses and I slide the glass door back and I hear a soft voice waft from my front door and it goes
0: (laughs) <laughs> See oh, no! That was a beautiful image Thank you uh, <laughs> And if you want to find me this week I'm going to be at my uh, What do you call that thing where you release a book A book release party uh, uh-huh. Where I will be uh, Selling my book that exposes All of Cam and Dylan's Darkest secrets because I've been spending Ooh. years getting to know them just to
1: Stab them in the back right <laughs> no! now no! (laughs) This is Life Pile. Light your life on fire. Life
0: Pile.